This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with my new friend, Janice Porter. I think you're really going to like her. We're going to talk about relationship building as it pertains to growing your business. So for all my entrepreneurs out there, this one is going to be hugely helpful. But actually, honestly, some of the strategies she's sharing, some of the tools she's sharing, I'm going to actually use in my personal life too. So I'm not saying that this isn't one you'll listen to no matter who you are. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Janice in a second, but I have a couple of announcements. So as we keep going in the entrepreneur theme, I just want to say that October in Flow 365 is themed for work, not all entrepreneurs. And we're really looking at what it looks like to create a workflow in our weeks, in our days, and in our month, and what that really looks like as a woman, as a mom, balancing a lot of things. And I'm really excited for that work. We're also doing all the normal Flow 365 stuff, but each month for the foreseeable future, we're having these themes, and I'm really, really excited about them. The other thing that's coming into Flow 365 this month is we're bringing back our day-long decluttering days, which is super fun. And then as we head into November and in Flow, we're going to be looking at meal planning and what it's like to meal plan for yourself, for your family, during the holidays, all the different parts. We're going to do some live meal prepping and December is all about self-care. So if you want in on that, come join us because there's so much goodness happening right now and it's really going to meet us where we are. Now, if you're not ready to jump into Flow 365 or you have no idea what I'm talking about, we have two really cool opportunities. We have more than two cool opportunities coming up, but we have two of our big cool opportunities coming up. So I just want to tell you about those quickly so you can save the time and space for them and even sign up for one of them today. So one of them is next week. And I don't know if you've noticed how flooded your inbox might be right now with lots of different learning opportunities and summits. And I could have done that for this thing that we're calling work week, but I decided to really focus on the four things that come up the most around work in the Flow 365 community, because I figured that that would probably be true for our bigger plan simple community. So it ends up that out of these four things, three of them are really entrepreneur focused. And one of them is about women who may have stayed in a job that didn't serve them 
or stayed home with kids and are looking to go back into the workforce. So we have a class just for that. If you're looking for a job and how to do that in a really aligned way. And then we have three other classes for entrepreneurs based on the things that come up the most. So one is about how to create a weekly email newsletter, which is a really great way to market and something that a lot of our entrepreneurs get stuck with. And we're going to have this amazing guest come in to Shay and teach us all about how to do that. But not only that, we're going to make the time to do and plan. We're going to make time to plan out the rest of the year and start writing the emails. So it's going to be so good. That is, I mean, can you imagine if like next week you had all the things planned for the rest of the year? We're going to do something similar with Instagram. We have an amazing person coming to teach about strategies that are really effective for small audiences. So a lot of our entrepreneurs are have been longtime practitioners, but maybe haven't focused on social media growth, or they're just starting businesses and haven't started focused on social media growth. So this is a great um, thing to meet them where they are or you where you are. And then the third thing is about LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is going to be taught by our guests that we're having today. So that's how this all ties together. But the idea behind this week is that you you start off by spending some time with me planning how you're going to use the week. We have these three cl- four classes in case those things are useful. And then we have these co-working sessions. And the idea behind the week is that you give time to work on your work. So if you have a business, this is working on your business. If you're looking for work, this is looking for your ideal work, but actually giving it the time and space it needs in either of those scenarios, because very often we get lost in the busyness of the day and all the responsibilities we have, whether that be at work or at home. And so this is a little bit of a break for that. And it is three hours each day or two and a half hours on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but we did it in the middle of the day. Um, Eastern Standard Time so that it could like be an expanded lunch break and that would be first thing in the morning for West Coast and if you're in the middle you'd have to make it work. So we'll really start to explain um, you don't have to come to everything. The classes will be recorded but really the purpose of it is less that you have one more thing to learn and more that you come and you actually implement, you actually do. So that's that's next week. Then a month from now, so November 11th and 12th, we're having our somewhat infamous, people love it, people ask us about it all the time, um, Make December Matter event. So this is going to be a two-day event. Last year, we actually called it your best holiday season ever, I think. And this year, I think we're going to go back to Make December Matter, which was what it was the first three years. And this is all about the last six weeks of the year. This is all about making a plan for the holiday season. We will look at what it's like to, um, you know, do that just the way that you want it, what it looks like for meals, relationships, what it looks like for your work, self-care. We have all these different ways that we're going to look at those last six weeks. And we also have amazing practitioners coming in and helping. So let's say you didn't want to drink as much alcohol this holiday season. We have somebody who's going to come teach us how we might do that. Um, We're going to have somebody teaching about tapping, which is a way to calm yourself down. We're having a relationship expert come on, one to talk about marriages and one to talk about relationships with kids. 
We're going to have um, some time to plan out gift giving, right? So all the things that we think about at this time of the year, this is two days to really get grounded and well-planned and really take care of yourself because while you're planning, we're going to take impeccable care of you. We send out menus um, so that you can eat really well for the two days. We might have a live cooking class this year. It's just, it's going to be a lot of fun and restorative and you're going to like leave with this plan that's going to make you so feel so good about those last six weeks of the year. And this is the thing. This is the secret. This is why I do this. If you can feel really good for the last six weeks of the year, it means that you head into the new year in a whole different way. And I've watched how that really transforms how people think about their next year. So instead of getting depleted and tired and eating more than you want and spending more money than you want, you really set an attention for how you want that time to be. And you have this framework to really stick to it. So that's what Make December Matter is. And we don't have a way to sign up for that yet, but it's coming out soon. But I just wanted you to save the dates. It's a Friday and a Saturday, the 11th and the 12th of November so that we get you before the American Thanksgiving and we've planned for all that. Um, and you have this amazing plan for yourself. And things are recorded. There might be time to catch up on Sunday, but it really is impactful to come to that live. So that's why I'm telling you about it now so that you can make the space to do that. Again, it's you're retreating from the comfort of your home. You're like in yoga pants, um, but you, you're carving out this space for you and for you to really um, decide what you want in the six weeks fall. It's just an amazing thing. You're going to love it. So just trust me and come to that when it comes out. All right. I think that's all I got to say. Those are my two big announcements. That was a lot. All right, Janice Porter. You'll meet her in more depth this week if you join us for work week. But this woman is just so amazing. And you'll get to know her when I get her on because I'm going to ask her all sorts of questions about her personal life as well. It's so fun to have women on who are mothers, but whose kids have left the house and in fact, now they're grandmothers, and that is Janice's story, and it's just such a great perspective, I think. So Janice is a relationship marketing specialist. That's why I have her coming back next week, and she's a podcast host, which is how I know her because I've been on her podcast, and she's a LinkedIn trainer, which is what she's coming back to train on, and she is genuinely super curious, which you'll see on this show, and She's used that curiosity to really build businesses, and she teaches others how to do the same thing, which is so cool. I love when we can turn around and teach what we do. So her passion is really working with people who want to build their businesses through network networking and relationship building. So if that resonates with you, you're going to like this show, and you're going to love next week. So again, come to that. Um, and... She'll talk about both online and offline strategies. So next week is more about the online strategy of LinkedIn. This week, she shares this really cool strategy that she does, which if you're still with me and you're not an entrepreneur, um, you could use too. Um, but she'll sh talk about the offline strategy that she uses today too, because I'm going to ask all about it. All right, you all, with no further ado, let's get the amazing Janice on the show. Hey, Janice. Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to be diving into this conversation today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm very excited oh. to talk to you about everything. 
Oh my gosh. All right. So let's just start off by you sharing with everyone what you're balancing, meaning like the work you do, like life, like just tell us about all the things that you do. Yeah. So a home-based business um, that you could probably be working on 24 seven. So that's the biggest thing. And then the other biggest thing is my husband because he's semi-retired. And so it's like, you know, sometimes I want to be in my office, but I need to go sit with him because he's in front of the TV and, you know, was to, you know, we don't talk. We just sit in front of the TV together, but I'm itchy to do other things. I'm always wanting to do more than one thing at a time. Um, and then being a parent and being a grandparent. I mean, the best thing in my world was my granddaughter coming into it. So uh, I try to find time and make time to be part of her world. So oh, I love that. I, I think. I love it. And you and you have a podcast as part of oh, your I have a business that could be 24. And we'll get into your business yeah, in a sure. minute. But it's funny because I was I say that because I was on Janice's podcast. It hasn't gone live yet. But I was being interviewed for Janice's podcast. And she was thinking about when her granddaughter was coming. And I was making me so excited that a grandmother's so excited to take care of her, of her granddaughter. It's so fun. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting, actually, that I didn't even know the retirement piece. And it's interesting because we have a few members of, of Flow 365 right now who are literally in that position that, you know, they're they're the age where mm-hmm. maybe society says you could retire. And yeah. some people are retiring from a corporate career and figuring out what that means next. I'm trying to think two of those people do not have spouses and somebody in Flow, um, you know, has a very exciting you know, entrepreneurial path and as well has a husband who's retired. So I think it must be a thing. Like you guys need to start a group. Like it's like a thing that like, what's going on with the guys? Like, why well, do they, think, it's funny. I they want to retire. Yeah. I think the important thing is that we each have our own things, right? Yes. Yes. That's, and his, you know, he's got lots of things that keep him busy. Although he has a part-time retirement job that takes him out of the house, which is yay. Cause my business is here. And if he's here <laughs> all the time, it drives me crazy because we yes. need a space. Right. But, yes, yes. but I'm also much more of a, um, a doer and a curious person and I need to learn new things and I need to be busy. And so that's why for me, I love what I do because I'm helping other people and I'm teaching and that's my, that's kind of my passion. So I love it. So I actually want to dive into both things you do. And I was I was looking over, you know, I was preparing for our conversation and it's fascinating. You're a very multi-passionate person, yet actually both the things you do really do come together beautifully um, in it's really about managing relationships, right? Is that, is that what you would say you do? Yes, absolutely. It's about building relationships and nurturing relationships to grow your business. Yeah. Okay. So, and tell us why you think this isn't, and is it all about business for you or is there, is there a nurturing relationship personal part too, or is no, it really focused it's on business? business? It's business. business. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so, Let's talk about that a little bit in the current world that we live yeah. in, because um, I know that you know a lot. A lot has changed in yes. like just since I've started working. Like, oh my gosh, so much has changed. It's crazy. Like when I started, there was no social media. Like, mm-hmm. 
I, I, my background, I don't even know if you know, this is, is an emographic designer. And so like there weren't websites when I started working, right? Like it was all about making books. <laughs> and so a lot has changed. And how do you feel that's, um, is that affecting our relationships and how we like think about relationships? Um, those are two separate questions, I think, because is it affecting our relationships? I think we all had to do that, that, um, you know, the, the, the word of the, the year was pivot. We all had to look at how we were, um, communicating with people, meeting people, um, talking to people for business when COVID hit. And for some of us, there had to be that shift. For those of us who have been online for, uh, the years before that, it wasn't so much a deal, but right. it, it, it changes just how you maybe find people to connect, to talk to, but it doesn't change how you nurture people. Right. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the, I guess, and also maybe what I'm getting at a little bit and maybe because you're such a nurturer, like you're so good at what you do that maybe this doesn't even phase you, but I feel like I get asked a lot because I'm, you know, there's a lot of people in this community who are, you know, really genuinely trying to bend time, which I do kind of think is possible if we're like making plans and really living into our dreams and all the things. But I feel like a, a, one of the ways that we're kind of sold is to create these huge, big audiences. And, you know, then we offer this thing and they're just going to want it. And there's, it, it's like taking a lot of what you do actually out of the equation. So I feel like in the, you know, if we're talking about sort of like the more maybe, you know, mainstream, you know, passive income, which I think is really appealing to women who are balancing mm -hmm. motherhood and all the mm -hmm. different things. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times I think we're told like that, like we shouldn't want to spend time on a lot of the beautiful things that you teach people how to spend time mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, like put everything in a system and make it, the system work for you and funnel people through to these different events and people will sign up and yeah, what you have in your list, that kind of feeling. Is that what yeah, talking? and I just feel like that's yeah. a hard promise, and I don't think it's less work. <laughs> I think it's just different kind of work. It is, and I, and I'm not sure it's so fulfilling. I mean, I've been in sort of all the different camps, so I'm I'm not sure that it's as as fulfilling as the promise sounds. And it's not like you go do all these unconnected things, and then all of a sudden you're connected to the people who walk in the door if anybody walks in the door. So, so I just wanted to put that out there because I think that you know if if joy helps us to experience time differently, which I believe it does, mm -hmm. then like a lot of the things that you're talking about really do bring joy, even though maybe they take you 10 minutes or five minutes or yeah, 15 and, minutes or whatever. Well, okay. So are we talking about, it doesn't matter whether I'm um, doing uh, an outreach on LinkedIn where I'm, or even inbound people are looking to connect with me and it takes a few minutes to figure out who are they? Look at their profile, decide whether I want to connect with them or not. See if there's any um, anything that comes to me that I'm curious about that person, because nothing yes. makes makes me go cringe. Like I got one the other day. Somebody said, "Oh, I saw that that you um, you know do whatever, uh, and I'd love to to connect and tell me more about what you do." Well, read my profile, okay? That's right, that right, right. Point. Get get to right know me. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. It's more like when I send out a message to somebody new, I say something like, what can you tell me that I won't see on your profile? 
you know, because I want to know about you. And so, you know, there's different things and techniques, but, um, but even with the other side of my business, where it's the nurturing through greeting cards and gifts, um, I, that can be automated to a point so that you are touching base with people on a regular basis, but you just want the message to be heartfelt, to be real, yes, right? And to pay attention. Yep. Uh, yeah, so let's me. take a few steps back. Um, okay. I mean, I've, I've given people, you know, your your basic idea, mm -hmm. of, the basic idea of what you do. Um, but let's take a step back and, you know, let's say we're talking to somebody who's building a business, um, trying to find some clients. Um, tell us about about your philosophy of, of some of the things that might help somebody find the peop the right people for them to work with. So I had two interesting calls this morning. The one I'm just going to share with you is a perfect example. Um, this woman has been in the mortgage business for, I don't know, several years, several years. But um, she is in still, I talked to her like four, three, four years ago. And she said, I'm not ready for any of this yet. I looked, she came back into my world because I'm doing an outreach to my past clients uh, and past or to my first level connections on LinkedIn. and she came up and she responded to the message that went out and we had a conversation over email and over email message, uh, LinkedIn messaging. And she gave me her phone number and said, I might be interested. She has 17,000 connections on LinkedIn. Like that's four times more than I do. But what's the point if they just sit there? They're not anything, but, and you're not doing anything with them. Okay. That's number one. And so she said, I think I might be interested in doing something with my LinkedIn connections. Call me. So I actually talked to her this morning and I said, do you have happen to know how many clients in your mortgage in business you have? How many past clients do you have? She said, mm -hmm. you know what? I don't really even know they're in this and this CRM and they're in this CRM and they're not all. And I need to go through it. I said, you're leaving money on the table with your past clients before we go to anybody you haven't talked to before, right? Right. That's what we need to look at. We need to look at how are you not nurturing these 500 people, 300 people, whatever, who've already done business with you. So they trusted you in a big transaction. And what, you've done nothing but send an email birthday wish from the company? Right. Right? So... That's the kind of, those are the kinds of questions I like to ask people so they can see that really and truly it does work to build a referral based business if you nurture those people and show trust, they show trust in you. Right. And I think maybe, so it's, are you an extrovert or an introvert? I'm just curious. I think I'm an extrovert. I think I, yeah. depends, but I think I'm an yeah, extrovert. Yeah. So I'm definitely an introvert. And so I'm always like, so it's interesting because naturally talking online is easier for me than walking into a crowded room just because yes. like I have my space a little bit. I understand. Um, but at the same time, I'm always in my head trying to think through like, you know, because I'm and I'm trying to model this for my kids and all yeah. the different ways like you know, would I say that to somebody if I just walked into, you know, if I was in the supermarket oh, in line, would I like poke them and be like, hey, <laughs> guess yeah. what I do? And that's been like a really helpful um, framework for me. And I think it's also helped, like it's also aided in me shying away from those things. But I can very much see in my own 
life as a purchaser, mm-hmm. how the people who I hear from and like, I feel almost like I know them, even though maybe I don't. Right. Um, I'm much more likely when they're like, hey, look, I just did this thing. You want to join me? Or like, yeah. I just wrote this book. Will you buy it? Of course I say yes, because I... I trust them, even yeah. even if I haven't even had a conversation with them. But I, I'm they're 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 in your world. You know, yeah, they're tending to me at some level. Yes, yes, they're showing yeah. up in your world on a regular basis. And I think that um, even being an introvert, by going um, with my like with the greeting card system, going online, creating the message, you're not having to talk to the person, and sending out something from your heart. I always say send out to give, no, not to get. And and we always, you know, Gary uh, Vaynerchuk, do you know who he yes. is? So mm-hmm. it's jab, 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 right hook. That's his. <laughs> and so we always say give, 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 ask, right? And so, you know, if you're going to do any kind of marketing through the, the greeting cards, don't do it every time. Do it subtly, maybe by branding the back of your card, but don't be asking for a referral in every card. Don't say happy birthday. Oh, by the way. And I see this all the time. Happy birthday. Oh, by the way, we love, you know, whatever the phrase is of the week is, you know, um, we love referrals. If you, you know, have one, please send it my way. They don't go together. Okay. Let's take a few steps back again. Cause you know, obviously I've told people that you do LinkedIn and you do, and you um, do car and you recommend mm-hmm. card sending out. So let's, let's take a step back to, so first of all, there's, people listening who are like, oh my gosh, like I know I have a LinkedIn profile, but I haven't like used it in a long time. So why LinkedIn over Facebook or Instagram? So let's just like ground everybody and why that might be a, okay. a, a tool that they want to use. Okay. Well, and it's definitely not for everybody. It's the same as okay. all of them. I, I, I'm of the philosophy, you do not have to be everything to everybody and you do not have to be on every social media platform. So I always want people to sort of take a deep breath around that. But you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. One, where's my target audience? You know, maybe I have more than one target audience and maybe one of them is on TikTok. God forbid for me, because I wouldn't be going there. I love watching those videos, by the way, but I'm just a voyeur when it comes to that. But um, so where is my target audience? Do I have a target audience on LinkedIn? And it might not be a direct target audience. It might be who works with the who supplies or works with the same people that I want to work with because they might be on LinkedIn. And so you're looking for strategic alliances and referral partners. So it depends. And then um, am I comfortable there? Does it feel like a platform that can work for me? Because you have to sort of do it both ways. Like Instagram, I you had to help me find a place to put a message the other day. I still don't have it down pat. So um Again, it's just what feels right and what um, where your where your business could grow. And for me, I get business on LinkedIn all the time. I don't even have to go to a network event ever again. You know, I can do Amazing. it all on LinkedIn. So that's the first. And is thing. that how you think of LinkedIn? Is that is, is do you think of LinkedIn as an online networking event? Yeah, like, so, so if you're the, somebody who likes networking or cocktail parties, LinkedIn might be a place. Yeah, so good, good point, because it has really a couple of pieces. One, always about your profile first. Make sure that you're talking to the people that you're looking for. Make sure that people can self-select by looking at your profile to say, oh, yeah, she, she thinks like I do, right? So I want to talk to her. Um, and then it's about which 
a little bit of both, but where do you lean? And, and, and that is between messaging strategies, which I do see as LinkedIn is, is networking online and content strategies where you build your authority so that people see that, you know, how you think and what you do. And, and but that's more passive. You have to be very careful how you do that and make sure that people are engaging with you yep. so that you can then build relationship with them because what do you do? Just sit and wait. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. um, yeah. So for me, it's, it's all about the people. So it's networking online. And yes, oh, I am that person, unlike you, that would go into a crowded room and say, let me at him. I want to find some people to talk to. <laughs> I, I like to do that. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's definitely something I learned. You know, I, I, I lean in, I mean, obviously as someone who owns a business and is very clear about who I want to help, like I've had to grow in that area of course. Um, and stretch myself. And at the same time, I also have to honor that like, if I go into a virtual or a real room, like I just need a lot of space on the other side. So of course I can do it, but it doesn't, sure. it doesn't necessarily give me energy. It's something that I've learned how to, how to do and yeah. you know, how to not say stupid things when I'm in there because it's not my most comfortable place ever. Okay. So that's LinkedIn and LinkedIn is a way to sort of meet people, start to develop a relationship with people. And then this other part of your business is about sending out um, regular court, like paper correspondence with people. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that and the impact that that might have on your relationships. So let me ask you a question. Um, you probably don't. This will be interesting to ask you. How many unread messages do you have on your phone? <laughs> so okay. many. Yeah, okay, good, good. So I'll just tell you I have... Oh, it's small right now. Emails, I mean, emails, not mess. Yeah. 2094 unread emails on my phone. I've had more. Um, oh, you know what? At this, we, it's not, it's an unfair thing because now I have an assistant who reads my emails. So oh, okay. I only have five, but like oh, there yeah. have been moments of thousands for sure. Yeah, and I've my kids, 10, my kids literally laughed, laugh at my texts on a daily basis. They're like, mama, <laughs> why do you have like all these bolded ones in there? It makes yeah. no sense. You're supposed to like read them and make them go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the point of that is that for the majority of people, we have unread messages, unread emails, all of that stuff, because it just goes in and it just goes through and it's too much. Who doesn't open a greeting card that comes in the mail? Because we get so few, like 3% of mail today are greeting cards and they all get opened 100%, right? So yeah. why and what happens? So why? Because there's so few and far between and there's a curiosity. Oh, for me, something personal. And when they open it, it takes somebody right from their head to their heart. It's a tangible touch and it goes right to the heart. And that's the power of sending a card. I can't tell you the number of times I've had messages from people that, that say, Oh my God, you put tears in my eyes. You don't know that, that, that card came just at the right time. All the time that happens. And I don't plan it because I work a lot on what I call acting on my promptings, which is I get a gut feeling or somebody comes into my mind that day and I think, Oh, they need to hear from me. Or I see something even on Facebook because they do hang out there a little bit. Uh, I see somebody had a new baby. I just saw today a friend of mine 
getting baptized in the ocean in Florida. That's pretty special. And she had a couple of oh, pictures. Yeah. I will take one of those and put them on a card and send it to her as a photo memory for her, which is unexpected. To me, yeah. those are the, the power cards, the unexpected acting on my prompt. Interesting. I love that because because I want to get into sort of the system, like how to make that um, mm -hmm. work. And I, I have I'm going to give you a confession. I almost feel bad telling you this, but this is well, the truth. So one, I have three teenagers, but this yeah. this existed before them, but I'm going to blame it on them for these past <laughs> years. And then I'm going to go back a little bit. So I have three teenagers who are like, um, will do their part to save the planet for oh, yeah. sure it will yeah. be there it will be there you know it literally is the one who's going to college it literally will be his study and uh two years ago the two older ones went paperless so they bought themselves like fancy ipads they like for had school, to like right? go to yeah and they pretty much had to go to like really big like great lengths because it annoyed them that like the teacher would print out the copies and they wanted to really like lessen the, their footprint. So like they yeah. would go to the school, they asked not to have things printed out for them. They figured out how to bring them in. So like they bring in the worksheets. I mean, if you, both of their things, I'm like, you guys have to show this to people because their notes are so beautiful because it's basically like, you have a whole set of markers at every moment in school, right? Cause you can change it all digitally. So they're like beautiful colors, whatever. Yeah. So I have this thing about paper at the moment only because of them now mind you everybody here knows that i sell a paper planner we do buy a tree every time one sells but like you know like so i'm thinking about this a lot and so that does come up for me with cards and then the other thing is is that one of the things i did in motherhood uh many years ago was i was like you know what i can only do so much and i'm going to focus on what really matters and one of the things that i pinpointed did not matter was christmas cards so i also have this thing about like yeah it just like takes me out of effort and yet mm. as i've been in conversation with you i'm like oh my god I, I like love this plus you have a way that makes it like environmentally friendly and like easier like like there's like a system behind it so but but i love what did how, what did you say when it come what did you what wording did you use for what i would call intuition i love um, that you use heartfelt that. prompting yeah, and, and you said that like you're, yeah, you're, so you're being prompted. I think that's what's yeah, I, 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 and I, I get a gut feeling sometimes or yeah. it just comes to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, and I, that's a huge part of all the work we do around here mm -hmm. is really like, you know, slowing down enough that we can get intuitive hits, but then mm -hmm. making a plan and a framework mm -hmm. so that we can like take action on them. Because as women, this is like our gift that we like have this knowing, but then our lives are so busy that very mm -hmm. often, we can't send the card or whatever. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about the practice, about the practice of being able to correspond with people in this way, because I think that will serve everyone listening. It's it's quite beautiful. Well, I think it's it's like everything else that it has to, um, you have to create the habit to make it work. So there's two parts to it. The one part is the systemizing where you have, um, you know, those past clients that you want to nurture on a regular basis. And so you might set up um, a campaign, I call it a drip campaign, where they're going to receive one card every quarter from you. Now, I pre-organize them, I pre-create um, them, and they might be, it might include um, a special holiday card, not necessarily Christmas. I like Thanksgiving because it's at the head of Christmas. 
and you get to be first in people's mailboxes. And it's such a fun holiday to celebrate anyway. And then, um, uh, and then that give, 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 ask is just, you know, maybe it's some um, holiday like Valentine's Day where you say, I love my clients and you send a card out like that. So those are more generic, but specific to a, a, a purpose. And then maybe one of them could be an offer or a, um, a QR code that leads to your new program or um, a uh, um, uh, a free, you know, something or or it might be an asking for a referral. I mean, it could be any of those things. So that's one side of it. But the the part of it that I think builds the relationships is what I said. It's like every day either in the morning or at the end of your day, who needs to hear from me today? Usually for me, I've gone through the day and I've spoken to some new people. I've spoken to, I've done a podcast. So I have to send a card out. I have to, I want to send a card out for the podcast guest to say, thank you. I like this new person. I always ask for their address. That's part of what I do. And then send them a card just saying how nice it was to meet them. Plus a few cards from um, the Facebook piece. Uh, and uh, birthdays, I always do birthdays. And, you know, so it, it adds up, but it becomes a routine for me. It is a routine for me. It isn't, you know, it takes time to make that happen. So I asked some people, um, you know, to put a, a sticky note on their desk that says, who needs to hear from me today, just to help them get started. One card a day, that's all it needs to be, you know? Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. And it sounds like when it's more than one card a day, because you're doing mm -hmm. something a little bit more thoughtful in terms of a campaign. What, what's interesting to me about that is in just like thinking in my planning systematic yeah. mind, you're, it's not like a bird. It's not like, like we do a lot of brain dumps around here because women carry so much in their head, but mm -hmm. it's like, you've thought of the person once and then you've like gone and tended to them for the whole year. So it's yeah. like, it's not even in your head anymore. Right. Cause you've already made it happen for, that's right. Year. It's like right. automated. Here's another example. I was talking to a woman who is a client of mine and she was, this was in June and we hadn't talked for a while. So we had a zoom call. She's in New York. Um, and she was telling me that she's moving and they're, they were not in New York. They were in another state, but she was moving to New York and moving in July. And she I said, what's your new address? Do you know it? And she said, yes, I went into my system. I created a welcome to your new home card. And I predated it for July 15th. So it would go out after she'd moved there. And then it was done, gone from my mind, right? Because I did right, it. Right, because otherwise you would have like held that and been like, wait, what was that thing? Like, yeah, who was that person? But I can predate yeah. it to go out ahead of time and it's done. So I act on my promptings. I do it when, when I want to do it and it works, right? So awesome. So I love that. I love that. And you have this system, which we can share with everybody in the mm -hmm. show notes, like mm -hmm. that makes this all possible. But it, and are you so in terms of like the the framework of getting the person's like to make that whole part useful? So you're at, like you had to get in the habit of asking for addresses, which maybe you forgot at the beginning, but now you remember. And then do you just put it right in that system? Do you have another way that you keep track of everyone's addresses? Um, I do actually, I do put them in the system, but I put them in my address book as well, just because, um, it's on yeah. my phone then, you know, but yeah. so, but I do, I don't have to, I could do it straight into the system and the system also allows me to put in birthdays, 
and an anniversary date. So now it's going to pre-remind me when their birthday is. Oh, I so love I that. I can even program those if I wanted to. I actually, I do, I admit, just in the last um, few months, you know, eight, nine months, I've been using a VA who does nothing but um, my send out cards, birthdays for my Facebook friends. So she matches them and sees whether they're in my system or not in my system and because their birthdays are on Facebook and asks them for their address if I don't have it. We have a special message I, I send and those who give it go into my system. So now they're going to be part of my birthdays. Um, and it's it's stirring the pot there with, you know, the couple of thousand people I have on, excuse me, on Facebook that now I'm talking to, not all of them, but, you know, so yeah. connecting. So it works. And the cards are really a, a wonderful conduit for, you know, building that new relationship or rebuilding the relationship. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So I'm so glad we went there. You have a lot of moms, right? A lot of moms in your group. So, okay. And you know how I feel about my granddaughter. So I'll tell you one of the projects that I did with the card system. So my daughter has this app that we all look at photos of my granddaughter. So she posts them and they're there for all the family members to see, which is great. So I've taken, I take photos off there and I create flat cards, like a postcard, but bigger of all the ones I love over since she was born until now she's three. And I put them all in an album. I sent cards to myself and nothing just but the date or whatever on the back. And we put them in a real album and I gave it to her for her third birthday. And now she can look at the real pictures of her, not just on the phone. And she's so oh my excited. God, I love it. Yeah. So I'm doing now I've got to start doing it again to add to the album. But yeah, so from, from when my daughter was pregnant, to when she was born, to everybody holding her, to, you know, each month, um, uh, what do you call it, milestone, and then some of the fun pictures along the way. And they're all in this album. And it's really easy because I send the cards to myself. They come in almost, then I just put them in the pockets on the on the album I got off Amazon or something. It's brilliant. Love it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I used to make... Um... I used yeah, to make albums do. for the grandparents. Yeah, I, but who has, I used to do them for my kids, you know, the basketball career of my daughter. And, right, you know, and who has it time? And... It took a lot of time. Yes, yes. Crafting. I love, love, love that. So good. Okay. So, so many different ways that we can use cards. And yeah. what's even better is make it just easier and more systematized. And and, and really custom. re-looking. Yeah, and custom. And, and looking at understanding the reasoning like the why understanding that the connection that that creates and we're living in such a connection deficit moment yes that i think that that's really really important and and hopefully motivating to people so let's go back for our entrepreneurs because i think that was really useful for everybody let's go back for our our entrepreneurs let's go back to linkedin just for one second and then we're going to wrap up and tell you how you can find janice um what do we need to know about that? Like, just give us some of the highlights, like what we need to know. Like, so, okay. so if we're someone who's like, yeah, I like did that a couple of years ago, like maybe I should go back and, and look at what's there. Like what, what, what would be like the first three things I would do? Make sure your profile is optimized. And by optimized, I mean, you know, are you using your headline, which is the piece directly under your name? wisely 
you get a certain number of characters, you want to show people who you serve, um, how you help people. It's not just all your accolades, you know. Um, I always say there's there's four H's above the fold. And when I say above the fold, it's up to, you know, the bottom of your, um, where it says connect or message me, right? That top part. Yep. Your header, which is the background image, you want it custom, like you don't want to leave it default. Um, your head, your uh, headshot needs to be professional. Your um, headline needs to be fully done with some thought. And the hook, which is actually a little bit below the the um, the fold, which is the first couple of sentences of your about section, which is all about you, because you want to hook people into clicking that see more people to find out more. So you want to have it be a curiosity factor, curiosity piece that that draws them in. And then I know with my clients, I usually build that section with them so that it speaks to their target audiences. And as I said earlier, self-selects so that they know if they're the right person uh, or you're the right person for them. Make sure that you're consistent on LinkedIn. So if you're on there and you are posting stuff, content that um, uh, shows you as an authority in your field, shows some a little bit of your personality by some of the things that you post. We don't want cat videos up there, but we might want something that personalizes you. Maybe it's you know something you did uh, you were on stage somewhere or you, you know, did a sporting thing or whatever, yep. something that shows you as a person, but, um, uh, be consistent whether you do it once a week or every day, just be consistent in what you do. So pick the times that are going to work for you three times a week. And when you're there, like as an example, I think of the rule of three, be, um, post something three times a week. If that's what you like to do, if that's what you want to show uh, your expertise by doing and but do it do it properly and there are some pieces around doing it properly like how many hashtags to use and are you engaging your audience are you looking at your analytics to see if it's working okay yep and yep. then go and engage with those people because they're engaging with you so you need to engage back so if you're on there three times a week doing content always check the menu at the top do I have some notifications of people in my network that maybe I could start a conversation with or engage with. Um, uh, do I have some messages, new messages? Do I have my network, which is people reaching out to connect with me? So keep current to what's going on from the incoming side. And yep. then if you want to build connections, um, three posts a week, three things from the menu that you do, and maybe reach out to three new people a week. You know, think of awesome. it like whatever you do, be consistent. I love threes. Threes is yeah, a I good do number. Too. <laughs> so Janice, oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm so excited that we had this conversation. Um, so tell us, tell people how they can find you. Hmm, on LinkedIn, they can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> that's um, a good way to see. That's a good way to see what you're exactly doing, right? Yeah, Go start a yeah. conversation with Janice. Yeah, you can reach out and tell me that you heard me on Mia's podcast. And um, and I and always like when you reach out to someone new, here's one other tip. When you reach out to someone new on LinkedIn, always, always do a personalized note with the connection yes. request. It doesn't have to be long, but do show that you're paying attention. And um uh, maybe think of something else and I forgot what it was. Um, it'll come back. So, um, yeah, do reach out, um, to, with a note and 
I forget what the other thing was. So um, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Janice Porter. I'm not hard to find. And uh, also my website, JanicePorter.com. I do have um, a third thing that I would love you to, you might see it in my website. I can't remember. But um, if people are interested in taking um, the card system for a test drive, they can also let me know that. And I will uh, let them send a free card, send them something. We might be able to put it in the show notes and they can go try it themselves. But it's kind of fun to do it with people because then I can do it to suit them. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cool. Exciting. (laughs) All right. Well, any parting um, wisdom on connecting, connection, balance? Yeah. The the one thing I will say is if you do start to reach out to people or reconnect to people that you already know, just remember to follow up whatever you're doing, because follow up is the key. You know, we think that you know, when we send something out to someone that they're going to make a decision, they don't. It sometimes yes. takes, what do they say, five to 12 um, uh, touches to um, really build that trust enough or for people to make a decision. So make sure that you keep following up. Most people don't follow up more than twice. Yes. Just okay. Up. And so, and with the cards you've given us, what? how do you do that in LinkedIn? Do you just keep track of like when you do something? Is that how, yeah, how do you personally do it? Yeah. I, I keep track of what I, you know, when I usually go back to my calendar, I never leave a meeting without an without booking an next meeting. That's the yes, 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 yes. I love that. I love that. Usually when I do it, I'll tell you. So I do a lot of um, my like planning, you know, I do it on paper because that's what yeah. I teach, but I also, our business stuff ends up in Asana. And so a lot of times if I've like mm-hmm. spoken with someone and I've said something yeah. then I'll just like make a thing like in two weeks that's due, that's like reach yes. out again so that yes. I, I do it's the same thing as the cards, right? It's like yeah, the more you exactly. do right in the moment, the less you have to hold it in your head. Exactly what I do. And that's so funny that you do um, paper planning too with your, so you'll be fine with the cards. It'll, the, the guilt yeah. for your kids will go away. Yeah, I know. Right. Right. I buy, I do. I, the, the way that I countered that was I, I do purchase a tree every time a planner gets sold. And that's sort of like, Aww. you know, I'm like, at least yeah. I'm rebuilding a little bit the world. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. This was fantastic. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, Mia. And uh, I look forward to talking to some of your community, I hope, in the near future. Yeah. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where change comes from. But the thing is that even if we want a huge, big, crazy, audacious change in our lives, the action that we take to get there does not have to be huge. In fact, it is literally scientifically proven that the adding up of small targeted habits are what create big change. So we just need to take the next doable step toward our big change that we want. And that's why at the end of every episode, we always choose three doable changes from our conversations so that you can not even have to do all three, but choose the one that resonates most with you and really make it work in your life. Fit it in, make time for it. Figure out how it works best for you because how it works best for you will be how you make it yours, right? So here are three from my conversation with Janice. And by the way, one at a time, but then you can stack them up over the weeks, right? So imagine what it's like after a year. So number one from Janice is send a card. 
When was the last time you got a card in the mail? I bet you opened it when you got it. The thing about snail mail cards that Janice reminds us is that they get noticed, right? They're amidst all this junk we get that comes through our mail slots. And some of us don't even get that much anymore. Like I get all my bills electronically. So I notice a card. So maybe try sending one for a client's birthday or to congratulate them or to update them on what you're up to. But try sending a card instead of an email and see what happens. Number two, pay attention. Not sure what to send a card for? I definitely found that was my problem when I first spoke with Janice. So just start paying attention. If you follow a client on social, notice when they have a work win or a life milestone or something else going on and send a card telling them you're thinking about them and bridge it to that situation. The more you do this, the more you'll start to pick things up. So again, the first doable change was about the sending of cards, but the second one is just paying attention to the people in your world who you want to know are thinking about, you're, that you're thinking about them, and paying attention to what's actually happening in their life, which is scarily easy to do these days. All right, doable change number three, set up a system. Sending cards is hard without an address. So getting in the habit of asking for addresses and getting them into your system is a great place to start. You can set up specific times to send cards to contacts. Um, and some of them, like especially if you do doable change number two where you're paying attention, will obviously be more spontaneous and heartfelt and responding to actual things in their lives, but if you have that system for managing addresses, it will be so much easier. So whether you set up an address system or some other system in your life, this doable change is about committing to a system and really setting up, making the time to make that thing systematized or, or committing to a goal and systematizing that goal. Let's say that. All right. That's what I got. I hope you love this episode. And again, Join us next on the, for the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast and also join us for Work Week. Janice will be there and I'm really excited for you to learn even more from her. All right, y'all. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five-minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day. 